Today's guest is Tamisa Hunter. She is a survivor of domestic violence, homelessness, and suicidal thoughts. She also published a book about overcoming these experiences. She's a coach and a speaker and inspires audiences through her story. Her book, But I Am Still Here, was published in November through the Christian Faith Publishing and want women and girls out there to know there's hope no matter what your circumstances. Please give a warm welcome to ever-blessed Tamisa Hunter. I would like to apologize in advance for the muddy recording and microphone difficulties. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. How are you today? I'm well. No complaints. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to finally see you and meet with you. I know, right? Um, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. You are a busy, busy woman. It's hard to get a hold of you. <laughs> That's good though, right? Yes, it is good. It's a good busy. It's not one of those busies where you've been being unproductive. It's book busy and blessed is what I call it. Right, exactly. Yeah, I've been following you. You've been um, you've been all over the place and all good things, good vibes. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for God for allowing me for first of all for choosing me for such a time as this. But it's definitely a roller coaster and exciting ride. Um, it's I'm not gonna say it's overwhelming because it's, I love what I do. It's just passion. So mm -hmm. yeah, you exactly. won't catch me sitting down too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good for you. Keep productive. You've been. Was it on magazines? You've been involved in uh, conferences and, and so forth, if I don't recall. Uh, yeah, you're pretty right. I was on three cover magazines mm -hmm. um, this quarter and next quarter. And the winter issue on one is for three months. And I have some exciting stuff that's coming up. Yeah, I'm busy besides the television show. Are you talking about my yes. TV show? Yeah. Yes, that too. Yeah. Yeah, Table Talk with Tamisa. I'm, I'm excited about that. So I'm looking forward to the guests that's coming in because we have guests that's flying in from... All my guests are flying in. Come and think of it. It didn't hit me until now. So wow. yeah, we got some exciting guests that's going to be on. And I'm really excited for this group of women that's coming in to share um, their testimonies, give us some encouragement, some powerful words. And just going to help us ladies get ourselves together. So I'm excited about that. Wow. But yeah, congratulations. Thank you. January, you'll be able to see it every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and also on Wednesdays at noon on the Christian TV network. The networks are going to be on because we're mm -hmm. on the All Point Network. And of course, it's going to be on, you know, Amazon and YouTube and all of that. Wonderful. After I have some couple of questions that I want to get to know a little bit more about you, that you have gone through a spew of unfortunate things that have happened to a majority of women of color and particularly just women within themselves. Um, and you have a book about that. And I wanted to share that as well. But you also are a coach and a speaker. And I know that you've also expressed that you uh, you even have a TV show. So one of the questions I would like to ask of you you know, through this journey, have you found any type of resources that really helped you along the way? Yes, I have. Those resources is really just one resource and it's really the Bible. I stopped just 
listening to the world. I stopped listening to people. I stopped comparing myself to television, newspaper, media, media, whatever the case may be. And when I did not understand, I went to the Bible. And since then, I have grown. So that's my number one resource that in definitely like inspirational, encouraging books and things like that, just to keep me motivated and focused. On top of that, you know, with the success and the trial and errors, you know, that you have gone through and the successes and the accomplishments that you have completed since I've last contacted with you, trying to think about, yeah, what would be some of the things that you you feel proud of? What accomplishment are you most proud of so far? I know you've done so much, but if you wanted to identify a few of those things, that'll be awesome. Man, what I would have to say is my book being published by a publishing company, um, picked up by the Christian Publishing Company. That's what I'm excited about because most people don't know that when you're publishing, um, some publishing companies do not accept you. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to read your manuscript first to see if it lines up with their criteria. And I was with one publishing company, but they didn't match up to my criteria because when I sent, when I gave them my information, they wanted me to change who I was. They wanted mm-hmm. me to change the dynamics of my book. And I was like, no, this is me. I'm being authentic and transparent. So how can I be? I felt like they wanted me to be someone that I wasn't or wanted to be fake. And I said, I'm not going to do that because my healing came from me walking and owning my truth. And that truth included everything that I went through, which allowed me to be who I am today and as strong as I am today because I went through that. So I don't, I rem, I'm never going to forget how when um, the Christian Publishing Company, I received an email and it was during the time when I was going back and forth with the old publishing company, the very first publishing company. And so I ignored the email. I didn't pay attention to it. I kind of just pushed it to the side because I'm like, I was frustrated because I was upset on how they wanted me to change who I was. So I think it was like three weeks. She followed up again and I decided to respond to her. And next thing I know, I told her what I went through. And I said, I don't want to go through this again because I know what God told me to do. This is my story. I've been writing it since really 2010. I started, stopped, started, stopped. And so she said, well, just send it this manuscript. I can't guarantee they will accept it, but send it to me. So I was like, okay. So I sent it to her and I'm never going to forget that phone call. She called me on Good Friday. Um, mm. and told me that my book was pub was was accepted. Wow. And it's downhill from there. And now to see it on um Barnes and Noble's website and on all of the online bookstores and Amazon, that's one to me one of the biggest accomplishments because when the first times in my life I stood up for what I believed in and I didn't allow someone to define me. I didn't allow someone to deter me from what I've heard, what I heard from God. So for me being obedient and standing steadfast, that's why I was able to put out the book. And that's what I'm proud of, the most proud about, because that was the beginning of me in the process of me surrendering. Mm -hmm. And then if I had to do a second one, it would be, I have um, three guided workbooks. 
because um, mm-hmm. I am, as you know, a life coach and I coach women and help them to love themselves and to surrender and things like that. So um, God, during that down, that, down, that downtime, God allowed me to just sit in his presence. And we came up with um, some guided workbooks on self-care and surrendering. So those two are also out there online. So when I saw the work, the sweat and the tears and the spiritual warfare that I went through to get those, to see them online and available, Mm -hmm. that is like the number one accomplishment for me. That is so amazing. I love it. That's wonderful. This book is part of that journey from 2010. So actually, when I, because I have a book coach, her name is Gina Cade, and she helped suppress some things from me that I didn't want to bring out. And so as we went through the process, I actually have about four or five books out of that time that I've written. So this is just the first book. Um, I didn't put everything into it because I kind of wanted to just put it out there just to kind of give people a little bit of who Tamisa is. Um, But stay tuned because Tamisa has a lot more coming. Oh, yes. I am so excited. This is amazing to hear. Wonderful news. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Now, on this journey of completing these books, and I mean, this could be like you said, five and even more, you never know, there could be more ahead of you. Of course, that's all planned out. And it's it's going to happen. I know positive things are going to happen for you. But could you tell me about a time that you just messed up so badly? And you learned from it? Um, how did you fix the things after that? Oh, man. I've messed up so many times. Girl, we want, how, how much time do we have? <laughs> we have 40 more minutes. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my gosh. I've messed up so much. It's crazy. One of the things is, um, you know, me lashing out at all my loved ones that was trying to love me because I was so broken on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know who I was and I was lost. So I was always angry and I was on defense. So I lashed out at everyone that was close to me. Um, then what I learned from that is going through the process of, you know, just learning and loving yourself enough to where you know who you are. But messing up, girl, a lot from mm-hmm. picking and choosing the wrong people to hang around. Mm-hmm. Um being inconsistent with myself, choosing a man who I thought loved me, but his love was abuse and verbal abuse and mental abuse. It's a lot. I mean, a lot for me, you know, angry at my mom, just girl. Yeah. There's a whole laundry list of it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's like a whole laundry list of things that I messed up on. But, you know, you know, we're not perfect. You know, right. everyone, I always say that, you know, I tell God every day, God, I didn't get it right yesterday, but I'm, I'm going to strive to get it right today. So mm-hmm. I always try to make the next day better than what it was yesterday. Oh, yeah. But girl, so much. Listen, <laughs> but if I had to say one thing, it would be me being in that uh, relationship as long as I would that abusive relationship as long as I was. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that I, I don't regret it because I learned from it, but that was one I would say. Yeah. 
Um, that was one of my things that I had gone through. I, girl, I think my laundry list is about the same as mine as you. I've gone through no matter what's been dished out for us in our lives, we are strong, we are persistent. And here we are. We're we're talking on a podcast, talking about the success and the the joy of overcoming and accomplishing things in our lives and in creating books and speaking to people and coaching people. This is amazing that you're doing this. And I, I am so happy to have someone like you to share that with us. One of the um, last two questions that I have, if you could ask your guardian angel three questions, what would that be? I would ask why me, which I know why me, but I think I would want my guardian angel to tell me why me. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I would ask is what do my future holds and what can I do now to make it better? Mm-hmm. And it's funny you asked about the guardian angel because I'm very spiritual and I've been seeing a lot of numbers lately. Mm-hmm. And so they all are telling me, you know, what's going on and what's going to happen. So if I can have the guardian angel sit right here on my, on my shoulder, number the three things I would ask that part. wonderful yeah i think that's probably one of the things that we always wanted to know why me and what's next and (laughs) yeah just Just a a little you don't have to tell me a lot just a little bit just Just a little bit to make sure yeah yeah, just enough to know that i am reassured that everything is going to be a little bit better than it was yesterday and so forth and so on (laughs) just a little bit (laughs) a little bit and then lastly like I like to ask some of the guests who are from the BIPOC community if they had a particular proverb or I think the other question would be what type of inspirational sentence that you like to use for yourself or to share with others. Um, You know what? I thought about that because that was the first time someone asked me something like that. So I was like, okay, she's making me think. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are definitely, you. because I was like, okay, what would it be? What would my proverb be for me? And then I was thinking about like from going to like childhood to like adulthood. And then I was like, well, no, should it be something that's like in my adulthood? So I, I kind of struggle with it a little bit. Don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. That is so true. That. Because I I realized that when I go speak or when I'm introduced to someone, they look at me like I have it all together. They look at me like, okay, she does, she's like all well put together. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I went to go speak in West Dallas at the community center and it was for low income kids. And um, when I went there, you know, I was telling my story and everything, and they thought that I went to school, went to college and got all these degrees. And I'm like, no, I did not. I said, I'm just like you. I was homeless, was hungry, living on the streets and everything. And they were like, just blown away. So I was mm-hmm. like, that's why I say, don't judge a book by its cover because you never know what that person has went through. Just because they look this way doesn't mean that they've always been this way. Right. And they did not understand it because they were children. But mm-hmm. even in our adult lives, people will still judge you 
because like now they judge me now. And I'm like, the only person that can judge someone is God. And I mean, when we were little and growing up, you know, everyone made that mistake where we would judge people, what have you. Mm-hmm. But now since I'm older and I understand and everything, I don't do that. So I take everything at face, ba- at, at face value. If I had to do another one, it would be better late than never at all. I say that because when I was confused and didn't know who I was, I, you know, allowed the world, you know, I was in that spot, but I put my family first. I put everything that I was feeling on the back burner Mm -hmm. because we had twins and a a little, we had three kids, but we had the twins and the baby. But now since we're semi-empty nesters, it's, I feel like now my flowers just burst. It's like now I'm, I've grown and I'm thinking, I thought it was too late, but it's not late. I just, it's not never, it's never late, too late to do anything. So I would encourage anyone if they have a dream or goal or desire, no matter how old they are, just go for it. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, now I'm living the best life now at my age now than I did when I was younger. Right. That's so true. Like, I mean, here I am in my forties and I decided to start a podcast and become a voiceover artist. Like who, who, who does that? Like, am I having like a middle? You do. Like, no, like me. <laughs> but I love it. I enjoy, this is something that I wanted to do for many years. And I finally just said, I'm just a late bloomer, but at least I did it. You know, it's better late than never. I completely agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to also dig into that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I want to dig into the more about you and your book and the wonderful things that are going on in your life. I just want to share that with everybody. So tell us a little bit more about your book. I think the book was called But I Am Still Here. That was published in November through the Christian Faith Publishing. And I'm not sure if you want to hit on just a little bit about, you know, that you said you want women and girls out there to know there's hope no matter what their circumstances are, as well as the uh, additional information, like how they're able to reach out to you. So, all right. Well, yes, um, my book is, um, but I'm still here. It is definitely a book of overcoming adversity in your life. It tells a little bit about my story. Um, I also have prompts in there for you to kind of think back on your life and who you are. And it's a little bit about just digging deep into the pain and hurt and how I overcame all of that pain and hurt in my life. So the book is going to definitely be um, a starting point for women that's lost, um, for women who don't know where to go, who to talk to, or feel like they're in it by themselves, are just women who have scars and they have not allowed those scars to heal fully. And my book will be able to give you outline of a starting process of taking the step to surrender fully um, to God for you to know who you are within him. For you to go forth to do your purpose and um, walk out your destiny. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about what the book encompasses and what it, how the women will be able to be delivered through the book. Because my prayer and hope is that women are delivered and healed or start somewhere. I know that they are not alone um, and that they do have someone because I know I'm just one person. But we all have went through something in our past and um, have skeletons in our causes that we don't want to discuss or let people know. 
but what I've learned through the process of writing the book and following the steps um, by faith is you have to be transparent in order for you to be healed. You have to open up and talk. That being said, that is what the book is about. And then the other things that I have going on is we have a um, network of women, which is called Boss Lady Network. And it's just a group of women that's walking in their dominion, I mean, the authority that God has gave them um, as entrepreneur women or just women who wants to be entrepreneur. We come together to help facilitate those women to either start their business or help them out with their business and be their support system for them. If a sister needs um, help with funding or something, we have seed sewing and I'm into another uh, lady's business for them to be able to grow or reach the goals that they have. Mm -hmm. And then, as you know, I'm a life coach. So I cater to women and young girls. I cater to young girls who was bullied because as I was little growing up, ever since I can remember, even from elementary all the way up to high school, I was bullied every single day. I remember I had to fight every single day just to survive at school. And who does that? Mm -hmm. Um, But I did that. So, and I remember a time when I was in middle school where I ended up having a fight with someone and that particular fight paralyzed me for about two to three weeks. I was Mm -hmm. paralyzed from the waist down and thank God that I was able to get um, my feelings back in my leg and to walk. But that was a horrible time in my life because every day I had to deter my either walking home, ride a different bus or something just to not have to fight, Mm -hmm. Um, which which is probably one of the reasons why when I did get in that domestic violence relationship, I was used to fighting because I did that in school anyway. Mm-hmm. Even in high school, you know, I, I, I probably could have had a track scholarship because I was really good in track. But because I was bullied, I opted to get out of school early on uh, my 11th and 12th grade year just so I wouldn't have to face the bullies, the being bullied and the girls that was doing it, you know, in school. So I cater to the the teenage girls from 12 to 18 that are in that stage of identity crisis, don't know who they are, being bullied, um, you know, and messing around with the young guys who not who don't appreciate them. And then it folds over to the, the women's side of it, um, because when I became an adult, I was in an abusive relationship for over five years. And then I didn't love myself and know who I was because my father you know, he told me that I was not his child many, many years growing up. And even though in the end, when I had my children, he tried to come into my life, by then the damage was already done. Mm-hmm. And so I thank God for my husband because my husband is my grace because although he took, my husband took every blunt of pain and hurt from me and took it upon himself and empowered me to love myself and to know who I am. So with that, I give it back to the women, um, the steps of letting go and not searching for love and allowing love to find them. So that's mm-hmm. part of my Kingdom Coaching Academy process that we do. Um, then, of course, you know about the um, table talk with Timisa that's airing and that. So and then people can locate me, um, my website. All my information is there at TamisaHunter.com. And on every social platform out there, it's Tamisa Hunter. So it's very easy to locate and find me. 
<laughs> nice, beautiful. I'm so happy. Wow, that is an amazing journey that you have gone through. And I am so glad that you are here today to talk about it. You know, yeah. even though it was hard and rough at the time, and well, that is happening to us, it feels like it, this is the end. This is the end of our life. This is the end of the world for us. But, you know, right. pushing through, pushing through with that positiveness and, and in that inspiration of it, just one more step, one more step. It can, you know, I got to get out of this. And um, the determination that you had, that's amazing. I am so happy to have you here just to share that with Thank the rest you. of the listeners. To God be the glory. Yeah, I'm very ambitious. Um, mm -hmm. When I fall, I get up. You know, a lot of people who have yes. been following me for a while, they was like, what is she doing now? And that's what they don't understand, the drive and determination that I have. Because, you know, if I would have made the right choices growing up, it probably wouldn't have took me this long. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that I took the long road around because now it's like everything is perfect in my mm -hmm. world in regards to that. And I have to thank God for that because only he can allow me to do the things that I do. And only he can give me the strength for me to go forward to continue to do the things that I do. So everything that you see me doing now is things that I've have written down over the years in my vision board. I thought about it. I talked about it just coming to fruition now. Yes. Going through that, we get rerouted and we get yeah. rerouted, but yet you stayed on that there was a reason for all of that to happen. And now you cherish it even more. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, this was so much fun. I, I, I don't take it lightly, you know, because time is valuable. So I hope that something that I said today during um, this interview, that it helps someone um, to reach out to get help or talk to someone. And if not, they can welcome to give me a call. They can call me at 833-3-TAMISA and one of myself or someone from my team will um, go in prayer with them or with the, with whoever and or help them get with the help that they need if they're in any type of help, any problems or issues. So Wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. Yay. Well, good. Well, thank you so much again. And you have a wonderful weekend. And you as well. Have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you, you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Noise Blue Zion podcast. And if you enjoy listening to my podcast, please don't hesitate to give me a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Also wanted to give a shout out and thank you so much to all my guests, past, present, and future. And stay tuned for the next upcoming episode on Fridays.